The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, we have our Hall of Famers, Mark Henry and Bully Ray, and we dive in to AEW's Full Gear pay-per-view in Newark, New Jersey. First, we have a new AEW World Champion, MJF. We talk about that, plus some of the comments he made in the media scrum afterwards. Also, we get real deep into Soraya and Dr. Britt Baker from Full Gear as well, right here on the Busted Open Podcast. You look at what we saw Friday night with Bully, and then you look at what we saw Saturday night with MJF. What we saw with Bully on Friday night, and we actually heard it from the crowd at Impact Wrestling, was gasps from the crowd because they just could not believe what was being done outside that ring Friday night. On Saturday, we actually saw fans giving thanks. And on that note, this Thanksgiving, we'd like to thank our listeners for being part of the SiriusXM family, brought to you by Verizon. Tis the season to join the network America relies on Verizon. Learn more at Verizon.com. And Bully and Mark, you know, Mark, obviously you were there. I was in attendance on Saturday at Full Gear in Newark, New Jersey. And man, you judging... From the crowd. And we're going to get into what happened after the match. And what happened once again at the media scrum. At a pay-per-view for AEW. But but Bully, you would have thought that MJF was the most loved wrestler in AEW. Because they sure as hell forgot about John Moxley. And they fell in love with your new AEW world champion, MJF. It's MJF's time. Congratulations to Maxwell Jacob Friedman on his first major championship, becoming the AEW World Heavyweight Champion. Um, Good business was done. I liked the ending with Regal and the Nux. I liked the story that was told going into the finish. I liked the story coming out of the match. Max is your champion. Let's now, now the real work will start for him. We knew that the build was there. 
we've seen Max progress in AEW, how well he's gotten over, um, the magic that he can create on the microphone, strong match against, um, against Moxley. Now, what type of a champion will MJF be? Will he be the type of the champion that people want to see pay to retain? Uh, it all remains to be seen. But as for today, congratulations are in order. Yes, and it is his time. He said it. Now, Wednesday is Destination TV. With everything that we've seen happen over the last couple of months in AEW, I believe Mark Bully is right. This is now a this is now MJF's company. MJF is the guy. This is his time. Do you agree? Dave, I do agree. I also agree that this Friday and Saturday was a master's class in getting heat. And we also had some examples of where heat was missed. And hopefully that might be the conversation that we should have for the master's class, uh, getting heat and missing heat. Uh, MJF has heat. Steve Regal has heat. And I did not see it coming. That's when it's the best. That's when the heat is like, oh, my God, and it sinks in like, what a low-down, dirty piece of trash. To sway Regal into joining him in this walk is going to help him also be the champion that he needs to be. Uh, he's got at least three people, three people right now that are going to come for his neck. You understand? Yeah. The BCC, they right there. They want blood. And... Max is going to have to not care about feelings, not care about rankings, not care about the way the perception of him. He needs to be the Max that we had before he, you know, took his little hiatus. Before the, the Max that uh, that that cussed Tony out that threatened Tony Khan about leaving the max. We, that, that guy, if you get that guy to show up, he'll be the biggest heel in pro wrestling. But you know, but you say that, and this might be a common thread throughout this show as well, Mark, but bully, you would never have known. That was a sellout crowd on Saturday. And I'm telling you right now, half that arena was booing John Moxley. John Moxley in the middle of that match was flipping off that crowd in Newark, New Jersey. Like, you're talking about heels. But, man, you wouldn't have known it by the reaction that MJF got when he won that match on Saturday night. You're in the Northeast, more specifically New York, New Jersey, Long Island, Connecticut, where MJF is a monster babyface. And I'm not just talking about in this ter territory. I have been saying this for a while now. 
Max is not a heel. And when I refer to somebody as a heel, I speak about it in the traditional sense. The way Fred Blassie was a heel, the way the Sheik was a heel, the way real heels were. Max is too loved right now to ever be a heel. When I look at Max, if you wanted to um, describe Max as a bad guy or a heel, I look at him like Darth Vader. Okay? Some people liked Darth Vader right off the bat. Many people liked Darth Vader as his story unfolded. He was the heel that people liked. So if you are liked, can you truly be a heel? No, people love it when Max, come, when Max comes out. This is where I'm very old school, where I stick to true definitions of what heels and baby faces are. So would you agree in Star Wars lore that Vader was liked at times, whether a little or a lot. A li- I, I would agree with that. Well, okay. Dave is probably not as an uh, That's true, but I know enough as, to As answer. I am, yeah, yes. in a sense, Darth Vader was liked, as you said, as Anakin. He was also liked by the fans because of his dominance. But also, Darth Vader was manipulated Maxwell Jacob Friedman is not manipulated and led by anybody. But here's my point, Mark, when it comes to pure hatred. Vader, who was the quintessential bad guy, was still liked. The real heel in Star Wars is the Emperor. Who likes the Emperor? And when was the Emperor ever liked? Nobody. He's the heel. That's why I'm... The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Fucking emperor. Hey everyone, it's Howard Bender from the Andy Up Podcast. Every weekday, Adam Ronis and I serve you up the picks, plays, and fantasy information needed to win your bets. You know, this isn't just your average sports betting show, though, for one very good reason. We won't tell you what to do unless we've already done it ourselves. That's right. We put our money where our mouths are, so we're just as invested in each bet as you are. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. Or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. A big payback for MJF as he's your new AEW world champion. Now, we could talk about the booze. We could talk about the cheers. We could talk about, as you said, Bully, that Northeast crowd and how sometimes they've reacted to heels. And that's been going on for decades. Now, the story, guys, leading into what we saw last night was that MJF wanted to earn it. MJF has said, no, 
I am not going to use the illegal tactics. I'm not using the ring. I am going to earn that AEW World Heavyweight Championship. Not exactly the way things went down on Saturday in Newark, New Jersey. Didn't seem to matter to that Newark, New Jersey crowd, but it may have mattered to everybody else who was watching on pay-per-view. Now, immediately after, now this is, don't forget guys, this is the first media scrum since the infamous media scrum at All Out in Chicago. And MJF on Saturday, during the media scrum, addressed the media and the fans after winning that AEW World Championship. All the times, they are a-changing. Oh, he's here. You wait your turn, baby. People pay to see me, not you. Let's talk, shall we? AEW is now destination television once again. The ship has been steered properly once again. This belt is now the most important belt in this entire sport. And it states the three letters. And it damn sure ain't AEW. I know for a m- fact it ain't M-O-X. It's M-J-F. God damn you people are fucking dumb, man. No offense. No offense. You had sympathy for the devil? What are you, fucking stupid? You morons bit on every single word I had to say this past couple of months, huh? I want to earn it. I want to fuck that. I deserve it because I'm the best wrestler in the fucking world. And every single one of you know it. On the microphone, in the ring, nobody can touch me. That's a fact. Nobody is on my level. And then, to think you guys still believe me when I put over this this past Wednesday? Grow the fuck up. No offense. Grow up. Now let's talk a little bit, huh? Uh, MJF, what's going on with you and Regal? You know, we're all really interested. What's going on? How'd that link up start? You think I'm gonna tell you dumb Huh? With 70,000 fucking hardcore marks watching at home jerking off in their grandma's basement? Huh? To my velvet voice? You think I give a shit? No, if you want to know anything about the most important man in professional wrestling, you gotta tune in to the MJF show. That's every Wednesday on TBS. And you know damn well, that is now Destination TV. Now here's what's gonna fucking happen, okay? I'm gonna take a shower. I'm gonna get all of Moxie's disgusting hepatitis A through Z off of me. And then, in the morning, I'm gonna do what nobody else on the roster does, because I'm the only real fucking star here. I'm gonna hop on a jet, and I'm gonna go to my goddamn movie set. Anybody got any questions? Huh? Just kidding. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. <laughs> Chance, fuck it out, baby! All right, that's MJF and his comments after winning the world championship. And, and you know, and it's funny, Bully... You know, forget about it. I, I want to get the reaction from the Busted Open Nation, 877-344-4893, 877-FIGHT93. But I'm just going to judge by the reaction of the two hosts that I'm working with right now. Marcus clapping with a smile on his face. Bully, you are as serious as serious can be. So I have a lot of questions for the two of you. So, Mark, first and foremost, you. You have a smile on your face. You're clapping. Why? What what was it that MJF said, you know, in that media scrum that got you to smile and clap your hands? First, Dave, 
I'm gonna start. They're gonna have to start selling tickets to the media scrum. I know, seriously. Yeah, <laughs> they have to yeah. start selling tickets. This shit is good. And to answer your question, nothing feels better as a performer than to execute a plan and have that plan be successful and your mission to be accomplished. Nothing feels better than that. MJF executed a plan and he was reveling in the fact that he pulled the wool over people's eyes to get them to have compassion for him. It was a farce. It was a work. It was a joke. I said it a long time ago. There was an era in wrestling that I created called the Hall of Pain. And I said, you're puppets. I used you. And that, my friend, is why I was laughing. Because MJF got the revel. And there's nothing sweeter or feels better than executing your plan and seeing the, seeing the success. Yeah, and now he's a world champion, just like, Mark, after that you became a world champion. Bully, uh, what was your, what's your reaction to what MJF had to say on Saturday? The reason I loved it so much is revolves around one word, and that is control. Max controlled the room. When was the last time you saw a media scrum like that in which the, 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 the person who was speaking did not sit down, did not answer questions? Max was not going to do with all the other traditionalists did. He does not care. He controlled the room. He said what he wanted to say. He put everybody on notice, and then he walked out with a giant verbal FU and basically giving the finger to all of the wrestling quote-unquote journalists, bottom feeders, marks, yada, yada. That's what Max does. That's what makes him different. This is what makes him so compelling. And he says, I'm going to do what nobody else does. I'm going to get on a jet plane and go finish my movie. Other than maybe Jericho, who else in AEW is doing nothing like that? Nobody. Max's head and tails above the rest of the majority of this company and only Jericho, only Jericho, but Jericho's been doing it for 30 some odd years. And might I add, Chris is doing it at an insane level right now. At yeah, we'll get it to old. that. We'll get it to that a little bit later on too, Bully, but go ahead. So what is the line in Triple H's song? It's all about uh, the game and how you play. It's all about control and how you can take it. Max is taking control. He's not going to speak. He's not going to answer any questions. I'll say what I want when I want. And for now, I'm not saying a damn thing except F you. I'm the new champion. That's why I love it so much. 
And I bully. love when wrestlers go outside of the box and get people talking because you're not quite sure whether they're working or not. Why was Max working at the media scrum? I actually, See, you don't yeah, know. I, you I don't. don't know. And if you have to take time to think about it and you don't know, mission accomplished. I, I, and, and, and Bully, there's a lot. And there's a lot more questions I have for you and Mark with what Max had to say on Saturday. But this is what was so different about what Max said on Saturday and what CM Punk said after the all-out pay-per-view in the media scrum with everything that max said when he left that room without anybody being able to ask a question i have to watch dynamite on wednesday i have to watch it i can't wait to see and hear what's going to happen next with this company i gotta be honest with you i loved all out I thought All Out in September was a very good pay-per-view. When that pay-per-view was over and CM Punk had to say what he had to say, I think it completely took the wind out of the sails of AEW. Completely the opposite after what I saw on Saturday, Bully. Go ahead. There are actually people out in the wrestling world who agreed with what CM Punk had to say at that media scrum, who found it entertaining um, to listen to CM Punk, who who were on his side. <clears throat> That's fine. You're entitled to your opinion. His timing absolutely sucked. He took all of the focus off of the product and put it on himself. Thus, why AEW was in that conundrum for the past couple of uh, uh, months. I, love I that thought, word. Full, I, huh? I love that word, conundrum. Conundrum. So don't know so, what it means, but go ahead. Past couple of weeks of TV for AEW, I thought have been a bit of a struggle. Numbers haven't exactly been there. We talked. I said they definitely need to hit a home run at full gear. I thought that they did. I thought it was a fun show, a good show. Yes, it was a bit long, but at least they're giving you bang for your buck. And it ended the right way. And I got to tell you, Moxley went out there. And he beat the shit out of MJF a little bit. Yeah. That first smack was there. Mox lit MJF up. And I'm glad Max stood up to him. I, you know, when they were trading forearms uh, in the middle of the match, Max was finally laying his shit in. Max, listen, at the end of the day, Max is a good kid from Long Island who probably could use a good ass kicking in the ring, a real ass kicking in the ring, the kind of ass kicking that a bully Ray or a Mark Henry could give you the kind of ass kicking that every young wrestler needs to have just so they know at any given moment, this shit could get real and you better be able to defend yourself or you will be exposed and hung out to dry. My point is Mox was laying his shit in and Max answered it. And I was happy to see that because Max is as good as he is on the mic. 
And as good as he's gotten his body to look, I need to see that physicality from Max. And I warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Saw it against Moxley. Hey everyone, Jen Piacenti here, host of Sticks and Stacks, the podcast that brings you the very best action from the world of hockey and baseball. Each week, myself, Sean Drotar, and Nate Lundy will bring you our best picks and talk you through the props, bets, and fantasy advice that can help you become the best fantasy manager in your league or even just help you win some money. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. All right, let's give our take about what we saw in the match between Soraya and Dr. Britt Baker. Mark, Bully, we talked a lot about this match. Bully, leading in last week, I think we talked more about Soraya and Dr. Britt Baker, even more than Moxley and MJF for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. Agree or disagree? All right, yes, we did. I want to give full disclosure on on this match and the stories that I'm that I'm about to tell because I think okay. it's important. Uh, obviously, I was away uh, at Impact on Saturday, doing what I do best, and that's being the greatest heel on the planet right now. And I texted you guys to see how it was going over at AEW. I, I guess I had texted you guys right around the same time that Soraya and Paige were in the ring, and Dave, you had said to me that. The crowd wasn't into it. It was a bit flat. They're not, uh, they weren't really responding to the women. Gabby actually texted me the same thing. So I was like, hmm, wow, I wonder what's going on. Now remember, I'm only that's only one puzzle piece. By the time I get to my take, you'll understand you know what what I really want to say. So that one puzzle piece, which uh, which I threw up a quick tweet and I said to the people out there, what do you think about Soraya versus uh Brit so far? majority of people were not into it and not into it for a variety of reasons. And I was really scratching my head. I'm, I'm wondering why, why, why? So when I sit down last night to watch the pay-per-view, now I, I have a much better picture of what went on and my take of the match. So I'm going to give you my stream of consciousness that I wrote down in my notes. This might make sense. It might not make sense. But here are all the things that I wrote down when it came to Soraya versus Dr. Britt Baker. The first thing that I wrote was Soraya looked great. I thought she looked amazing last night. Her gear, her makeup, her hair, she came out there. She really, really looked good. And it was great to see her come back after that neck injury. Um, I loved the selling of her very first bump. She took a shoulder tackle 
from Dr. Britt Baker and she stayed down. That's the first live round bump that she's taken in a pro wrestling match in about five years, correct? Yes. That's the first piece of phys real physicality that she's taken in a long time. And it was just a simple shoulder tackle. <clears throat> but as Mark knows and Tommy knows and any wrestler knows, even a taking a bump from a shoulder tackle can be jarring on your neck, especially if you've been out for five years from a neck injury. Mm -hmm. So I, I wish she would have stayed down even longer. I wish Soraya would have stayed down from that first bump where, to where the people thought like, wow, that really took a lot out of her and the people would have willed her back to her feet. Um, I thought Soraya sold with her head down too much. I would have loved to have seen more of her face during the match and selling with your head down normally means that you're sucking a little gas. Sometimes me and Mark don't have the, uh, the luxury of having hair in front of our face, but when your head is down, normally you're trying to get that oxygen in. I want to see her face up. I want to see her selling more. I really enjoyed the story they told about Soraya's neck and the neck injury. I like Dr. Britt Baker going back to the neck. I think the crowd, by the time that they got to this match, was blown up. I we, we spoke about a little bit about in the last segment. This, this was the seventh match they've seen. Sometimes the seventh match on a show is the main event. So they had seen so much. Plus, they had gotten the Ring of Honor championship right before them. A four-way match with tons of false finishes, tons of great spots. You can only expect so much out of a crowd. And that's why I think that they were a little subdued. Um, I think that, you know, I heard some people on social media talk about Soraya being blown up. I don't think she was blown as as much that her muscular endurance could be better. I believe that the match went three to five minutes too long. Remember last week, Dave, I told uh, we talked about booking this mat match to Soraya's strengths and and, and hiding her weaknesses. And one of those things is time also. Let's, you, this is where you sit down and you say to somebody, how much do you have in your tank? How much quality do you have in your tank? Uh, in a situation like this, I don't even want to get below a quarter of a tank. I want a quarter of a tank to be to, to mean empty. There are people out there, Dave, who fill up their tank when they get down to a half because they always want their tank full. I think Soraya went down to E the other night. I didn't want to see her get there. I probably would have spent a little bit more time with her going, okay, let's be really, really cautious. You think you got 15 in you? Let's keep it at 12. Because we know at 12, you can stand tall and you'll be breathing like there's nothing wrong. So that's my stream of consciousness during the match. A lot of people did not like this match or had something to say. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the pacing. I thought, I thought Britt was a consummate professional and knocked it down a gear so Soraya could keep up with her. Because let me tell you, if Britt 
stepped it up a gear, Soraya would have been blown in five because it's just what's going to happen when you spend this much time away. Not everybody is a Kenny Omega who can go a million miles an hour, whether he's working every night or he took three years off. So I thought the women did a good job. I uh, First of all, I love how you went through that, through what, how you viewed that match uh, last night. Um, the match was 13 minutes long, Bully, and I was kind of surprised by the length of the match, by what you said. This is the first time that Soraya's in the ring in almost five years. Would, you, would it be fair to say, Bully, like you said, make that a 10-minute match as opposed to a 13-minute match? And that would have been enough time to tell the story that they told in the ring? And the whole segment could have been 15 with entrances. Yeah. 10 minutes for that match. That That's all they really need. 10 to 12. Like I said, it felt like it could have trimmed about three minutes off because it looked by the end that Soraya's muscular endurance. And I can tell muscular endurance. Mark knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. It got to the point where when she was even executing her own offensive move. I think she did a running knee to Dr. Britt. You could tell just in the movement on the running knee, it was taking a lot out of her just to run and get that knee up. It's because your muscles are blown. Not because you're blown in your lungs where you're like, uh, uh, uh. it's just that you don't have it in your muscles anymore. This is, when yeah. I talk about muscular endurance, this is what separates the the Claudios of the world and the Cenas of the world where they train their entire life for their muscles to be able to continue to go deep, deep into the match. Mark, what were you going to say? The, the, what I was going to say is when you start talking about muscular endurance, uh, it's called lactic acid buildup. The, the body produces this lactic acid uh, in order to not cramp. To not, but it also blows. We we, we took we stuck with this term blowing up. Mm-hmm. Um, you feel like like if anybody has ever went to the gym, and they did like twenty five reps, what we call a superset. On about that twentieth rep, you usually stop and go, whew, whew, man, and then you get those last ones out, and it feels like your arms are huge. That's what Soraya was feeling. Because of the lactic acid buildup, the more conditioned you are, the less lactic acid your body produces. So uh, there are people like, and you use Claudio as a reference point, um, I think that genetically his body just does not produce a lot of lactic acid. And there are people, athletes like that. Uh, And I don't think Soraya is one of those because you can look at her and you can tell she's not a – uh, a body girl. She's not a you know going to the gym like a Jay Cargill where everything is uh, so muscularly trained. Um, and maybe that's coming in the future. But uh, you're not getting paid by the minute, guys. Like you you don't feel like you have to pull 20 minutes. I, I didn't I didn't pull 20 minutes every match I had. Not because I couldn't, but because it wasn't necessary and. I'm Mark here. I'm going to finish your ass in five. Like, say that. Tell that story. And, and that's, that's you know, uh, we, we can't sit here and talk bad about, you know, this match or 
the uh, because I don't think it was a bad match at all. No, like Bully said, I thought, he, it was, Bully I thought, thought the, the match was good. The Bully thought I, the match was good also. But uh, and, I, and I was primed. I was primed by social media and by you guys going into this match to think that ooh, this is going to be a stinker. And I watch it. And I was like, they did a good job. I, yeah. I I I will say this, Bully. Watching it back on TV, it was much better watching it on TV than it was being there live. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Mary Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.